Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life, and there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour, Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, and live on YouTube. You are looking live. We got Husky fan and Duck fan yelling at each other. Beaver uh, fan chiming in. There we go. <laughs> it is Beaver uh, fan. Hey, what about us? That's lit. the way it should be. It's yes. lit, as they would say on the YouTube live chat. So you can go chime in there. Ass defense. Oh. Husky honks are saying UW's defense was good enough to stop Oregon on fourth down several times. Three weeks ago, yeah. Three We've talked about the last couple weeks in this matchup particularly. Do you feel that same confidence? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe they will. I don't know. They could. I, I think that's going to be – that Cal-USC game last week was so fun to watch. Like, just big play, turnover. Cra- like, that was what we, the kind of game we love about college football, 50-49 to 49 final. I have a feeling the Washington-USC game is just going to be the same. Like, you're just going to get big play after big play after big play, and it's going to be an absolute shootout, and I love those games. I, I would actually say to both those coaches who are amazing, I won't be shocked if this becomes a bit of a Dylan Johnson-Marshawn Lloyd game. Run the football. I mean, it should. It should. Oregon ran the ball successfully against UW, and UW actually was able to run on Oregon, which says you should be able to run on USC as well. And help your quarterbacks a little bit. Don't put the pressure of every play, every down on the arm. I mean, they're awesome quarterbacks who are capable, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I watched a lot of that USC-Cal game, which was wild. And I'm watching Marshawn Lloyd, and I'm just like, what are we doing? How do we not have, like, a balanced attack at USC? (laughs) This dude's good. The run blocking's not awful. And UW, like, this is a not good defense. You should be able to not put it all on Penix. Dylan Johnson, go out there and go for 120 yards, like help the offense a little bit. 
be more balanced instead of, oh, slaying it again, three straight plays, punt, or touchdown, or whatever it ends up being. They have a bit of a lingering thing going on at USC where they can run the football pretty efficiently, actually. I and know. they just go away from it I watched no this cat, reason. Dirt, I watched this Lloyd player. I, I watch him go for 8 to 12 yards, yeah. and I'm like, man. And then, like, the next four plays, throw, 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 throw. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I get it. You wanted, like, Caleb Williams is your quarterback, so that's probably a difficult dilemma mentally. Marshawn Lloyd last week averaged seven yards a carry. Now, Cal's defense is bad, but he averaged seven yards a carry. He had 17 carries in that game. That was it. 17 for a buck, 15, and two tutties. That's seven yards a carry, and they only ran it with him 17 times. Ran it as 130 yards as a team. Their numbers were down because uh, Caleb had a couple of sacks, and that tied yeah. into the team rushing numbers. But they can run the football, and they just if they stay committed to it, they could be much more balanced offensively than what they've shown. On the other side of it, I do want to talk a little bit about Oregon and Cal. I, I'm, I'm not just saying this to say this, and I think we're talking about a team that is a prime example of why, especially at this time of year, you never take anybody lightly. Like two weeks ago, Washington probably should have lost to Arizona State at home, and you, began, you can make an argument Arizona State's the worst team in the Pac-12. They're in the conversation of being the worst team in the Pac-12, and they damn near beat the Huskies in Seattle. And so I've reached that point where it's like, I'm not taking anybody lightly. I'm not expecting anything to be a guarantee or a walk in the park. It's supposed to be really bad weather tomorrow in Eugene, kind of rainy and cold. You tell me there's some weird, like somebody drops a punt or there's a fumble. Big reason why Cal ended up losing that game to USC was because how many times they turned the football over. But offensively, this is kind of a unique team. Cal is like, Cal's found it, man. It's kind of started with that Oregon State game where they hung 40 on him. Everybody's like, hey, what's going on here? They put this kid in. Dude, they it's did. Mendoza kid. He did it. They did it in Seattle. A lot of it came in the second half, but they, they scored a lot of points on a lot of yards against the Huskies. They scored 49 last week. And again, I know USC's terrible defensively, and Oregon is not USC. But offensively, they've kind of found it here over the last month or so of the season, and it starts with Mendoza. And Jaden Knott's a really good back who doesn't get yeah. the conversation he deserves because he plays for Cal. Well, they got two really good backs. Odd is the the forefront of that, and obviously gets a lot of the love when you talk about California football. I kind of see this game, as much as we're talking about this Cal offense, and you know they put up 49 points, and they're a two-point conversion away from maybe winning and beating USC – I, I'm I'm kind of looking at this game a, a little bit like the Utah game they played a couple weeks ago that nobody remembers because nobody cared or watched. It was like 41-14. 34-14. Yeah. That's kind of how I think the final's going to be in Eugene. I, I When you have really crappy weather, the last thing you want to do is jeopardize or be risky. And I'm not saying Dan Lanning's going to suddenly go soft on play calling and be less aggressive. I just could see a scenario where it's like, let's just lean on Bucky and Jordan James this weekend and... Kill clock and Bo will go and throw for 220 and maybe a touchdown and we'll be good. And we get a final score somewhat of 34 14, an unmemorable game in crappy weather <laughs> that fans leave mid fourth quarter because <laughs> right. it's apparent that Cal can't do anything on this Oregon defense. And I think that's the other part of this, right? Is what you do to USC's defense or, uh, yeah, USC's defense at home and what you do to an Oregon State team that doesn't play nearly as well on the road is not the same as what you do at a Utah or what you're going to do at a Eugene. So, yes, this Mendoza kid's playing better. Odd is a stud. I I just don't think this offense is going to be what it was a week ago, and I, I think this Oregon defense is nasty. I love Brandon Dorless. He's one of my favorite players in the conference this year. Uh, their DBs are – they've played really well this season. I, I just don't know if Cal's going to travel the same way that they played a week ago. So I yeah. kind of view this game dirt, unfortunately – 
in that Utah 34-14 kind of sphere. If you tell me that it, it follows a similar script to Washington State, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Where you get Cal putting together a driver too early in the game. Right. It's like 17-10 to 10 at the half, and you're like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable. And then you look up at the end of the third, and it's like 31-10, to 10, and Oregon is separated a little bit. Because that uh, people forget that Washington State game. That was a 17-13 game at the half. Yeah, and then Washington State punted, and Oregon only scored touchdowns. <laughs> that <laughs> no, was the difference. Then it eventually changed. Like Cal just doesn't have the defense, I think, to strike a ton of fear into you, but I, I can't remember if it was on primetime yesterday or if it was on his uh, coach's show on Wednesday, but I thought Lanning had an interesting comment this week where he said basically he's telling his team and approaching this week as, like, this is the playoffs. Like, they're viewing this, he, I think he used the analogy, this is our wild card weekend of, like, we've made it to November. November is its own season in its own right. Mm-hmm. Well, you're This is where dreams are realized or hopes are dashed, like, at this point in the season because – you're now in the final month, and you can like almost touch it. It's it's there. It's right around the corner. You have four games to go in your season. You're going to be favored in all four of those games, and then you'll have to get through, if you get to there, a Pac-12 championship game likely against Washington. But again, we'll find out how that plays out. Like it's You can see the roadmap. You can see the picture. And the last thing you need is to have one of these games where it's like, ah, we got USC next week. That's a big one. Let's gear up for that. And you overlook Cal and you find yourself in a 21-20 game in the rain in the fourth quarter. It's that uncomfortable, uneasy feeling. And you're like, oh, God, don't let this happen. Please don't lose to Cal at home. And so I love the analogy of saying, like, we've made it to November. He's a coach that's been through these before as obviously a defensive coordinator and realizing that this is the time of year where you have to play your best football. Fetters touched on it a half hour ago or 40 minutes minutes ago and I think he's right that teams get up to play you like Washington now has a target on their back unlike they've had in years past every week it's a top five team in the country that's a marquee win if you could pull it off there's eyeballs on it because of what they're doing Oregon is in the same spot you're gonna get teams best shots the rest of the way and so you don't have the benefit to take anybody lightly and I like the analogy wild card weekend go win in advance in the playoffs this weekend I mean it's it's a massive approach I would actually I'd be willing to wager if you got a bunch of coaches like Dan Lanning's of the world in a room, you would probably point to games like this where you mean no disrespect to your opponent, but you go, should win this game comfortably. Yeah. And I bet you they'd all be like, yeah, those are the hard weeks. <laughs> yeah, because your team's not as your team's not as dialed and as and as motivated. Like Oregon yes. was you could tell last week going to Utah, game day was there, top 15 matchup. Like I know we didn't give it much of a chance, but going in, they were focused, they were dialed. I don't know if you watched their uh, movie that they do the week after, but there was a really good one this week, and they had coach headset audio that was kind of fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. The message to the team was everybody's saying Utah's physical and nobody puts you into that category. You're for flash, you're yeah. for clicks and all that. They took it personally, and they wanted to send a message. There's no message being sent at 2.30 on the Pac-12 network on Saturday. No, there's not, <laughs> but like those also can can bring a team together, these games, yeah. of showing up and handling business. You mentioned the slow start they had against Wazoo. Yeah, there was a slow start, and then like three possessions between the teams was the separator, and that was the entire game. And I I tend to, again, think that this is going to end up being a blowout from start to finish. I don't know if I subscribe to the theory you're saying of the Washington State game, Mm -hmm. but either way, like these are the moments as a coach you got to keep it in check. You got to understand. I love that. I love saying it's the playoffs because it is. November is the month that gets a lot of really good teams, and they go from really good to either back to kind of middle of the pack and lose their opportunity, mm-hmm. or some will separate themselves and become great and near the top. Look at Oregon and Washington last year going into November. Oregon right. was a one-loss team right. still alive in the playoffs. They lost to Washington. They lost to Oregon State. Their season crumbled in the final month of the season. That being said, 
you are absolutely rooting for USC because you want, if you think Bo Nix has a legit shot to win the Heisman, you want USC coming off a win, yeah. going to Eugene for to sure. make it prime time for the, quote, moment where he can just go against USC's defense, shred the living hell out of them, Franklin can get two tuds, Johnson can get two tuds, and Bo Nix has 330 passing yards with four touchdowns and five incompletions. Yeah. That's the kind of stat line you look for when we talk about Heisman Trophy stuff. So, yeah, that's getting a little ahead here in what we're talking about, but also it's part of the weekend, I think, from the fan perspective of Oregon take care of business against Cal, and if USC can pull the upset, they come into Eugene with more eyeballs looking at it and a really good opportunity for Bo Nix to continue to solidify maybe a New York invite and be bodacious. Last couple thoughts on this for me. One, I hate the uniforms for the love of God. Just wear a normal shade of green, not like the poopy green. Why do we need paint spec? Why are I, you such a Debbie down? Can you just wear green and yellow? Can They're I not just for you. Get defense. Green and yellow. Have you seen the uniforms this week? Have you guys seen the pictures of them? Aren't they doing like the army dark navy yeah, or, or dark green, excuse me, color? We're doing like is the that weird, you've had Taco Bell, now you have diarrhea green like you're really? dehydrated it doesn't look like green you see it in person and it looks more brown like we're wearing silver like do the kids just, love them though probably i just i had all these kids uh God. telling me that they loved the oreo uniform <laughs> friend you know kids yeah, yeah, of my yeah, friends yeah. i'm like do they like them? Like, they love yeah, them they i'm love like them. okay well i know that's all that matters i'm old i'm a fuddy-duddy but i these weeks drive me nuts and i can't stand it Second thought, Mendoza, a lot of fun to watch. He's a really fun, like, he'll run around and make some plays. Like, he's a, he's a fun quarterback. He's injected some life into Cal. Yeah. And last but not least, one thing I was reminded of yesterday, so I went back and watched that USC-Cal game. I just wanted to refresh myself on some of the plays and what happened in it. I have We didn't even talk about this week, the Pac-12 officials allowing USC to run a play to start the second half that still was in Dude, the first half. We didn't even talk about that. We totally glossed over that. It was on my show sheet, <laughs> and I I didn't get to it. It's the most ridiculous thing I've maybe ever seen from how officials. Is that a lot? How is that a thing? Halftime went 20 minutes longer because of this. Because so they were going through the review process? Because they were reviewing the process. Jesus. How many of these could you do every game? Like, just let the second tick off. Stop it. And, yeah, Sprague, it was a field goal. Like, okay. It was hilarious that they missed it, They missed it. Yeah. So, ball don't lie. I I, want to add one more thing, too. Yeah. Franklin having a monster game the next two weeks, it's interesting what narratives are. Have you seen Marvin Harrison's numbers? I know. Franklin's. And Troy Franklin's numbers? Yeah. I have. Odunze and Franklin are better. But Harrison's a Heisman candidate? What are we doing here? Yeah. It's because it's Ohio State and because their quarterback sucks. It's I just, narratives are driving things more than facts. Franklin is a beast. Odunze is a stud. They should, they're, they're having better seasons or as good a season as Marvin Harrison Jr. One's maybe going to go to New York for the Heisman, and the other two aren't even mentioned on their own team. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the quarterback steal the headlines, and Harrison doesn't have that at Ohio State because McCord doesn't steal the headlines. But he sucks. I know. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> He's not very good. Um, all right, I want to stick in college football. Some final thoughts on the weekend to come. Hopefully it's a chaotic one. Also, something that's do- they're- somebody's doing something tomorrow that I'm wondering if it's going to catch our attention. We'll get to that. And then, of course, spraying the line coming up at the bottom of the hour, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Get your fake sponsors in. Some more college football next on The Fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we'll straighten the line coming up 10 minutes from now. Oh, you know my strategy this weekend? What do you got, Bob? What do you got? Don't overthink it. Know you're picking winners. Because you are the system. You are a system player. No. We're not going to keep you on a leash this weekend. No, you're not. We're letting you off. I'm going to run free because I am the system. (laughs) He is my least favorite athlete of all time. I think I have come to that conclusion. Outside of, like, obviously criminals and murderers and that kind of stuff. Yeah, thank you. Just the the general athlete out there, I think James Harden, he tops my I hate you list. I still follow Dame's, one of his marketing guys, Nate Jones, and he had this thing where he's like, man, this Harden stuff, I have people who don't even really watch the NBA. They're like, I hate this guy. And he just, he was kind of dumbfounded by it. I just went to be like, really? I watch basketball. (laughs) I get it. I understand it. Uh, they're doing something tomorrow. Will it get your eyeballs? So I don't know if you guys saw this earlier this week. Germany game? Uh, yes. Can't what? wait. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, the Pat McAfee show is going to turn into college football red zone tomorrow. I don't have any interest in this. I, we had a listener tag us in this. I don't think it's going to go well. So here's just, if you don't, didn't see the announcement, here's what they're doing. It's going to be on ESPN2 tomorrow starting at 4.30 our time. So right at the start of the USC, that's right when those primetime games kind of begin. Um, And they are going to include rotating coverage of ESPN slate of games. Because they can't do Fox or CBS or Peacock. So you won't have the Alabama-LSU game because that's a CBS game. Exactly. So here are the games they will rotate through. Iowa State-Kansas. Yikes. Uh, USC-Washington. I'll be watching that anyway. Rice-SMU. Catch the fever. Yeah. Mississippi State-Kentucky. If. North Carolina State, Miami, no. and UTEP versus Western Kentucky. Yeah, that will be their slate. We've we've brought it up a lot, and I, I appreciated the listener tagging us in this that had seen that he had made this announcement. And look, for some college football fans, this is great. I knew right away I wasn't interested because they don't have access to Fox and CBS and NBC and all that. I don't know what the primetime Fox game is tomorrow. I don't either, but so when you when you have to just go to like those five games, and then I think he said that when they don't have any action, they'll kind of replay highlights from the day that it happened already and then give commentary on it, which, again, if you are a nerd uh-huh. and watch all of the college football, this is for you. I'm just more in the camp of like, I have a set amount of teams that I like to watch or check in on or see. And a couple of those games you named, I have no interest in. And so, like, 
good idea. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's going to particularly go well. Hmm. No, the uh, the 4 p.m. Fox game is BYU at West Virginia. (laughs) It's been a rough start to the Big 12 for some of these teams. (laughs) Have you seen UCF? That's your primetime game. That's going head-to-head with Bama, LSU, and USC Washington. Have fun with that. LSU, Bama, ABC, (laughs) SU, What's the big nooner? What's the Gus Bedlam, uh, I think, right? Oh, is it Bedlam? Okay. Or NBC has Purdue at Michigan. At least you have Michigan. But still, Purdue sucks, dude. They got housed by Nebraska last week. Oh, I I don't know what the spread. It's got to be in the 30s. (laughs) Bet it. You take Michigan. They are (laughs) going to destroy Purdue. It's going to be all of Purdue's fault that the Big Ten hates Michigan. Yeah, that's. I'm with you. There's not enough games in there that could get me. I I still wish, because it's the one issue that I have with college football. I love the 9 a.m. till basically midnight aspect of it, and there's big games on all day. I am overwhelmed. Like, tomorrow is a good example for me. So I got to do the pregame show. I'm coming back because there's too many good games on. I'm not staying for Oregon and Cal. That game will start at 2.30. Oregon will always be the big screen team for me. It's my team. I want to watch the game. Even if it's a blowout, I'll probably keep it on. But then in the second half, you're going to have Alabama LSU and USC Washington kick off at the same time, let alone I guarantee you there will be another game in that mix. Maybe it's Purdue pushing Michigan. There will be another one in the mix that you're like, God, I want to – I wish I could – but you're like following on your phone because you don't have any more screens available. It is a little overwhelming to keep up with all of it. Oh, yeah. I've had several weekends where I've needed four, and I only have three. I have an iPad, I have a TV, (laughs) and I have my phone. Like I don't have – and then I'm like, I can't tweet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, where's my, I can't, I can't send out my thoughts. I'm watching a game on my phone. So when it gets to four games, I'm like, damn it, man. What am I going to do about this? And then like, you know, turning from channels on a stream is so much worse than having a cable controller where you're just like last or the yes. guide. Yes. Yeah. You're finally coming around to my point of view there. I made that point of view like four years ago when no, I had YouTube you TV. Always me, you're such an old footy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not no, no, that no. Hard, Check the man. tape, Bob. That's the one thing I've said streaming sucks at. And they still haven't figured it out. How have we no. not figured this out? I will tune into this for five to ten minutes just to see the aesthetic. To see what it looks like. To see the Reese Pat McAfee interaction. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 when you don't have a governing I know the NCAA is supposed to be this, but when you don't have a governing body with the Power Five, you don't get the access to the other network. That's why the Red Zone works. Yeah, because you get all the games. Yes. If you only had AFC games, the Red Zone would not hit quite the same. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would watch it. I don't know how to feel about what that. What about that? Uh, what about that Niners in uh, or the, the Cowboys and Eagles? I can't watch that game. Uh, who would you pick to be the Scott Hansen if they created this? Though we get a commissioner and the conferences are together and they could finally Ooh. do it. Who would be your pick? To be the Scott Hansen, and doesn't he kind of have to copy Scott Hansen? Except he says, 15 hours of commercial free football yeah. starts now." I don't know. That's a good question because it's like 9 a.m. Scott Hansen is p.m. elite at his job. He's very good. Well, there's a reason the other one died. I mean. Exactly. So that's the tough part. It's I don't really. There's you know. There's a lot of really good college football voices out there. I didn't know who Scott Hansen was prior to the red zone, so this maybe it's, true. you just find a uh, Scott Hansen that we don't know about. You could just have could Paul Feinbaum with his feet up pull that taking off? a nap. I don't think Josh Pay- that's in his alley. Yeah. Okay. He's good commentary observe guy. I don't know play play by play jumping around game to game to game to game. I swear you might have caught this. I know you didn't because you're a loser. What did you think of like Bob Myers on play by play the other night? Uh, he was good on play-by-play. He wasn't as good as when he was on Countdown. Yeah, He's I agree. Much better He's a there. Studio guy. 
Um, is he doing games for ESPN? Yeah, yeah. ESPN got is him. Is he their primary, like, who's their big game announcers now? Well, it's it's Rivers, Doris Burke, and Breen. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then so he's, he's like the he secondary crew Mark or whatever. Jones. He might be third. I, I think Reddick might be second. Oh, okay. I love JJ Reddick. And he was, I think there was a third person with him, too. It wasn't just him. Oh, see, see I, I. But I can't remember. I'm in the minority. I think Reddick is better in studio. Oh, okay. I think JJ Reddick could be more serious Charles Barkley. Hmm. He knows the game. He can explain the game in a way that makes sense. Uh, and he can push back to a lot of stupid commentary that you tend to get when you have Screaming A. Smith in the studio. Yeah. I think uh, I think for Bob Myers, he's got to learn. The toughest thing to learn when you're doing play-by-play is how to make your point and get out so you can get right back to the play. Yeah, for sure. He, it's just a timing thing. That's a very technical sure. piece of being really good at play-by-play. I, you know, I was really good at play-by-play back in the day at the Schwab. I yeah. still get emails about it, like, "Yo, dude, are you going to call the Schwab again?" <laughs> you, were, swag? you were the MVP of those games. <laughs> swag would lay out every like uh, yeah. two minutes. Swag would finally lay out, and I'd be like, "Man, they got to have better ball movement." Swag, they're not moving the rock very well. <laughs> all right, Westland up. <laughs> and I'd be like, uh. "I still think I have the most famous Schwab broadcast of all time." When I went and I had like three comments in the first minute of the game, and then realized. I'm not really needed here. And then I turned my microphone up and I ate the media food <laughs> during the game. During the game, they had lasagna, dude. It was really good. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy's a machine. He does not need me to say, well, yeah, I gotta, I gotta push the top a little bit. I don't know what the hell I'm I, talking I about. I mean, no disrespect to anybody doing it. I just think play-by-play radio <laughs> basketball. The color guy not needed. It's not needed. Because no. the lead guy, I, he's got so many things to pay attention to yeah. and inform. you got to paint the whole picture. That's swag. I think I could feel swag uncomfortably laying out for 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> Just to get you a Substitution. Substitution. <laughs> that being said, I am jacked oh, for so the good. start. Of the NBA Cup tonight. Oh, God. Would you shut up over there? Memphis in Portland. What's the most likely upset this weekend in college football? LSU over Alabama. Good transition. Kansas State over Texas. Fade the Grizzlies, by the way. They're terrible. Oklahoma State over Oklahoma. No scoot for the Blazers. Or USC over Washington. That might be a good game, God, actually. you guys are idiots. I can't do anything Blazers around home here. dogs. Brogdon, three and a half. Brogdon, Sharp. Ooh, a little Kamara. Jeremy Grant. DA. Watch out, Grizzlies. We got you. We got you right where we want you. Back to back with the Grizzlies this weekend. Oh, a little Grizzly Cubs going to get shot by a blazer. Don't come on this trail. What was your question? You guys done? Are you done? What was your question? Are you done now? Have you wrapped up your meaningless conversation? What if Shaden drops 26 (laughs) tonight? I mean, and has like a dunk on somebody. I would like to publicly apologize on behalf of the two people that I work with on a day-in and a day-out basis. They don't know what they're doing to you right now, and I would like to apologize on their behalf. So Guys are going to need COVID-type space with how erect they're going to be if Shaden's just dropping 33 on the Grizzlies tonight. All right, let's just get to Three-foot window, three-foot space. Sorry, That's excuse me. Defense. Yep. Yes, this is an ass conversation. I'm sorry. How Somehow this turned into a Bob Myers play-by-play NBA in-season tournament conversation. What the hell just happened? That's called it a victory. It is a football Friday. Hell, it's the start of the tournament. Do you care about our audience at all? I think people care about this tournament. I don't think they do. Blazers win three in a row. I didn't even know it started. I host a sports talk radio show, and I didn't even know it started tonight. 
Did you if think you the Blazers would win three games in a row? NBA, have you not been no, just hasn't. overwhelmed by the obnoxious I mean, I've seen the ads, but I'm not paying attention. in tournament. Swag. I'm not paying oh, attention man. to the dates of when it starts. Why is it starting tonight? Well, it's a build it's up. The group, it's yeah, the group, it's group play stages. game. God, yeah. this is This so is how these tournaments work. Stupid. Swag. Now you've roped me into your dumb conversation, <laughs> and I'm sharing actual thoughts on this. Mavs nuggets to Swag. end the night. He, he had to have a friend who lives in Phoenix text him that Wimby was on national television. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, I'm not surprised he didn't know that this was happening. Was that game even on national TV last night? Yeah. It, yeah, it was on NBA TV. NBA TV. Oh, okay. It was? Yeah. I was just asking. I don't know. Yeah, but you have a real serial kill. You have a Bob Myers in you. Sometimes you look at me like you're going to kill me. <laughs> no, but I just nobody cares. Dude, people nobody care. Ca- nobody cares. The cup. Who's going to hoist the cup? Nobody cares. Hey, the Could coaches be- are getting bonuses now. Yeah, I'm, buddy. They're I'm, all in. Yeah, buddy. Let's just do some gambling. Scotty Brooks, I, all I, in. Oh, yeah. You done? Who's going to win it, though? All like, right. All right. We'll gamble next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Spreaking the line. Spreaking the line. Spreaking the line. Spreaking the line. Spreaking the line brought to you by the pointless in-season basketball tournament. Just like taking a spray pick. Nobody cares when you talk about it. Mariah Carey in-season basketball tournament is that time of year. Spreaking the line brought to you by the NBA in-season tournament. Bringing some real competition to the 430 college football slate. Breaking the line brought to you by Jonathan Smith's fake field goal with two seconds on the clock. Still a better chance of converting Whoa. than hitting a spray pick. Whoa! Atticus Sappington from 25 out over my gambling pick. That hurt. Breaking the line brought to you by Fade the Sprague. It's only week nine, and I've paid for my kids' college. You can, too. Just be sure to fade the Sprague. Actually, the last three weeks, you've lost your co- your kids' college tuition with my record, but keep the jokes flying because you're broke. You See, broke, boy! Season standings are winning money, but... I digress. What have been the last four weeks? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? 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 What's the record? Sprague line brought to you by Dirt's Airline. The only thing receding faster than Sprague's oh, bank no. account. That's right. I insulted both hosts in one text. Boom. Triple word score. <laughs> I told my wife. You needed I... an old joke there for Swigard, and you would have hit for the trifecta. If you hit all three of those, it would have been perfect. I told... Uh... I told my wife yesterday, you are the most vulnerable you've ever been in our show's history. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciated that because most of the time I lay out yeah. and I put a lot of attention on my own problems. Sure. I just like making fun of you. And I, she said, well, what did he do? And I went, he, he kind of realized in real time where his hairline was. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, yeah, I know. Ouch. And I go, you did? And she goes, yeah, it's been that way for a couple years. And I was like, ouch. Oh. <laughs> Well, she. Uh, my takeaway was this is a good thing. 
Nobody's mentioned it. Everybody just rolls with life, yeah, man. That's true. That's true. Nobody cares. Roll it's okay. <laughs> Spring Line brought to you by OSU on the road. Hopefully they show up and not uh, perform like a spray pick. Yeah, no kidding. Show up, please. And uh, Spring Line brought to you by Fetters Recruiting Excuses. Even Sprague can try and make his bad bets look good with some excuses. <laughs> so here's how uh, we did last week, folks. Uh, Sprague, you and I both went two and one. Hello. I hit on the Lions laying the wood Monday night against the Raiders and the Cowboys against the Rams. I missed on the 49ers and Bengals. Yeah. You hit on the Panthers plus a three and a half against the Texans, and you hit on the Vikings minus one and a half against Green Bay. And then you got a back door there against the Browns and Seahawks game. Ugh. So two and one weekend. Swaggy went one and two. You hit on Oregon minus the six and a half against Utah. You missed on the Bears and Chargers over and the Seahawks and Browns under. So season standings now. I'm at 16 and 11. Sprague, you were at 12 and 15. Hello. And Swag is at 10 and 17. <laughs> I've left you in the dust. You got a two-game lead on him. I was like 0 and 9 to start the year. You had an 0 and 9 stretch with your carryover 3 and 0 weekend. The Thank tee box you. is still yours. Where did we go? Pick number one. That's good golf etiquette you just displayed there, Andrew, and That's I appreciate right. it. Hey, uh, we both got a par, but you birdied the hole before. That's how it works. We are going to go to Houston, Texas, USA, where you've got the somewhat struggling offensively Houston Texans at home coming off of a loss to the winless Panthers, and they're favored. Mm. I'm falling into the trap here. Tristan Wirfs is coming back. He was a full participant in Bucks practice this week. I kind of like Tampa here. Getting a good spot, three-point road dog. I think they're the better team. I'm going to take the points. I'll take Tampa Bay plus the three. Okay, Tampa plus three. I'm going to stick. I'm going to uh, take the two two of the bigger games in the NFL this weekend. I just I love the lines in the games. There's not other not a lot of other lines that speak to me. Oh no, we might be in the same line, dude. Whenever I get the chance to gamble against the Cowboys in a big game, I jump all over it. 49ers minus three on that Sunday night game a couple weeks ago was free money. Yeah. They're going on the road to Philly. Philly does not lose in Philadelphia. They're they're just a wagon at home. Their front seven is elite. Uh, I know their secondary has had some issues, but I think they're going to dominate Dallas up front. You give me only needing to win the game by four. I'm all over it. I am my first pick of the week is Eagles minus three at home against Dallas. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start in college football. Nobody uh, plays the red ass uh, better than Jim Harbaugh. They are going to take out all of their frustrations on ass defense. Oh. Uh, I like the oh at the end. Yeah, why is there an oh there? I don't know. I thought I clipped that off. I'll go. I'll go clean that up. Uh, Wolverines laying thirty two and a half. Thirty two and a half. Is it in Ann Arbor? Yes, oh, yeah. in Ann Arbor. Okay. <laughs> they are going to win that game by fifty points. <laughs> and if they don't, Connor Stallions is not there. He's not there. They're not cheating anymore. All right, Sprague, pick number two. You know, I. It's always a bit of a dud when we end up having the same games to gamble on. I, I too, am going to jump on this. I. Eagles kind of looked at as a bit of a down spot because it's been a little hit and miss. I just prove it. Dallas, go on the road with Dak Prescott and prove it. This might be a push number. It's certainly in line with it. I like the Eagles to get up for this one, and you've mentioned it all day. Dallas, beat a real team. (laughs) Beat a good, real team, and also do it on the road. I'm taking Eagles minus the three. Okay. Uh, pick number two for me. I'm going to go to the Sunday night football game. Hopefully we don't double up there too. But I I, I faded this team last week, and I ended up looking like an idiot. I, I thought the 49ers were going to beat Cincinnati at home. I love that spot, you know, laying less than a touchdown there. And they, they made me look stupid. Cincinnati was coming off a bye. I love the way they ran the football in that game. They forced some marquee turnovers in big moments, especially in the red zone. I think Burrow looked healthy. They called some design quarterback runs. 
I think this is that time of year. Ken Barkley's been ranting about this for weeks. Like, here comes Cincinnati. Don't overlook Cincinnati. We buried them early, just like we did last year, mm. and they ended up in the AFC title game. I think this is another statement win for them on Sunday Night Football, laying less than a field goal. Less than a field goal? Yep. Buffalo's got some issues the last couple of weeks. I think Cincy's playing better. Mm. Uh, give me Cincy minus a two-and-a-half Sunday night against the Bills. All right, I'll go to the NFL. Might be the worst game on the NFL slate, the Giants and Raiders. Uh, the Giants can't score against no defense. Uh, oh, the Raiders no. Oh, no. can't score against a real defense. You're I'm money going Compton. under 37. Oh, okay. <laughs> under 37. That is such a low number swag. A very low number. Although the Titans-Steelers was 36 and a half, and it ended 2016. Yes, it did. So hopefully it's there for you. Um, who is that? Giants? You said Giants, Giants and Raiders right. under of thirty-seven. I I almost picked the Raiders in the whole. Uh, you know what it reminded me? Of? Jeff Saturday type game. Yeah, firing coach. the coach. They got basketball hoops in the the locker room now. They're all happy in Vegas. It's your Caleb Canales game, man. We all remember the Cave, Caleb Canales game. But Kayvon's almost got double digit sacks, and Daniel Jones is yeah. back this weekend. So I didn't know how to feel about that one. Uh, my final game. I'm taking a dog. I got two dogs and a favorite this weekend. This is a pretty big one. And I'm excited for it because I checked the injury report, and it's it's basically an all-go here. I'm taking Seattle getting six at Baltimore. I okay. think this is a good spot for them. I think it's going to be a difficult thing for that uh, secondary of Baltimore to contain DK, who was sick last weekend. Mm-hmm. I know he's not practicing with the hip. They think he's going to play. Lockett, same thing. Wagner's a healthy rest. I like Seattle getting six points. And also, Baltimore's kind of riding this high highs. They're a weird team that sometimes they like they suddenly play a close game or they lose a game. You're going, what? I, I'm going to take Seattle plus a six at Baltimore. Okay, I like that, taking a dog there. Last one for me, I'm going to lay some wood again this weekend. It worked for me last week in the Detroit Raider game. I'm going to Cleveland. I, I think I, th- I think this is a decent team. They damn near upset Seattle in Seattle last weekend. They had a great chance to win that game. They should have won that game outright. I'm still pissed. Yeah, they it. outplayed them in the second half. There's no doubt about that after getting off to a sluggish start. They are at home this weekend against Arizona laying eight. And I just I think Arizona trading Dobbs are going on the road. I don't know. I, Kyler Murray might end up playing. That no, doesn't scare it's, me it's at gonna all. It's going to be that rookie kid. It's going to be that rookie kid. Yeah. Like, that's a good Cleveland defense. I just They're going to run the football on them. I think this is an Arizona team that's going to start getting pounded at this point in the season. I love the way Cleveland can play in that style, running the football and playing defense. I'll lay the eight. Give me the Browns minus eight. I want to add quickly, I think the Browns are a very live and great pick for a teaser bet. If you want to get some points, cut down a spread, you take this to a teaser of six, it's Browns minus two and a half against a kid whose name I'm forgetting and an Arizona team that's terrible. Exactly. Last pick, Swag? I'm actually going opposite Sprague. I I think that uh, Lamar is going to cause all sorts of headaches for that Seahawks defense. They will use their aggressiveness in in trying to get pressure on him to to his advantage. Uh, You know, if he can get one-on-one with Bobby Wagner, uh, his speed will – Bobby can't keep up with him anymore. Bobby has to use his his skill, his understanding, all of his savvy to be able to cut things down. Uh, I'm, I will lay the six points. I think the Ravens get this one by a touchdown at least. Okay. Uh, here we go. Reminder of season standings and picks. I am 16-11. and 11. I am on the Eagles minus three against the Cowboys. Bengals minus two and a half against the Bills. And I'm laying the wood. Browns minus eight against Arizona. Sprague is 12-15. and 15. He is on the Bucks plus three against Houston. The Eagles minus three against Dallas. And the Seahawks plus six against the Ravens on the road. And then Swag, who is 10-17 on the year, is on Michigan minus 32 and 
half against Purdue, the Giants and Raiders under of 37, and the Ravens minus the six against the Seahawks. There you go. Spraying the line every Friday. Let me check real quick, see if we got any others. I think okay. we had one in the uh, Spraying the line brought to you by Dirt's Hairline. Only a spray pick will reduce reduce your wallet faster than Dirt's Hairline is receding. Can I uh, ask you a question real quick? Yeah, what do you got? Do these jokes and making fun of yourself about the situation, it makes it a little easier, doesn't it? you got to be able to poke fun at yourself. I agree. In every facet of life. Yeah. You have to be able to do that. Yeah. That's advice for all kids. If you ever get made fun of in school, make, into it. make fun of yourself. Because you start laughing, suddenly it's like not as funny anymore. Like, oh, he thinks this is funny. What can I make fun of him about? It's only fun to make fun of people who push back against getting made fun of. Yeah, always be Eminem. Just make fun of yourself first. Exactly. Papa Doc never had a response. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. There you go. Spring in line every Friday at 8.30. Let's answer the poll question. Send you off in your weekend next on The Fan. There you go. Fist pumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. I did have a quick question. Yeah, what do you got, Bob? Not, don't need to linger on it long. Swag, do we know if that red ripped city court is going to be implemented tonight? Uh, it should be. Okay. That's, I mean, it, it, not a reason necessarily for everybody That's to want to watch, plan. but I know. Yeah, I know. Okay. There was a lot of apologies in the text line to me saying they feel bad that you don't watch basketball. That's yeah. too bad. <laughs> I feel bad for you too. How do you not watch Wimby against KD? College basketball season starts on Monday. Oh, yeah, God. now you need God. to stop. Stop you, it. You're going to take that a step stop. too far. Step too far. What was the final score? 62 to 60. We are entering, arguably, yeah. the best football weekend we have had. All year. Mm -hmm. College football is loaded tomorrow. We got marquee NFL games starting at 6.30, at 10 a.m., at 1 o'clock. The Sunday night game is great. You actually are excited for Monday night football because you're a psycho. Chargers, Jets? We have that this weekend. I know. And you two idiots There's so much to talk about a red court and something that nobody cares about. Stop with the nobody Nobody care. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They, they will generate. Not even the NBA players care about this. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that. How many one. of them are going to load manage their way through the in season? No, what? No. Now we're doing it again. Stop it. P1 Cole said, I was Cole the Mole in elementary school and I hated it. Then I leaned into it and I wasn't called that anymore. <laughs> Cole the Mole. <laughs> Cole the Mole is a good one. Way to lean into it. You got to lean into it, Hell dude. Yeah. You got to get people off your scent. Yeah, uh, you will Oregon and Oregon State play again next season, against each other next season? 90% of you say no. Mm. Uh, most likely upset in college football, LSU over Bama, Kansas State over Texas, Oklahoma State over Oklahoma, or USC over Washington. 45% of you say USC over Washington. Is oh, that your guys' vote? I wonder what school or fans uh, those are yeah. voting on. It's all those beaver honks, man. They're all over the place. If I was to honestly pick one, I'd probably... I'd want to lean Texas because I don't know what you can trust from the backup quarterback. He was not good last week. No, he was not. And it wasn't Arch Manning. And also... Bedlam. I mean, Bedlam is nuts. Can't so, wait. Yeah. Any any early concern about Arch Manning not being ready at Texas? Are they panicking down there at Austin, in Austin? No, I, I actually went and read the message boards. Most of them are cool with it because he came from a lesser division of high school. Oh, okay. So they're really not sure how ready for college football he is. Also, ask Dante Moore what it's like to play as a true freshman. <laughs> yes, yeah, not easy. Uh, best bet of the weekend, Colorado plus 13.5, Oregon State minus 13.5, USC plus 3, Washington minus 3. 36% of you answered Oregon State minus 13.5, and, and that was my answer as well. All right. I'll go Washington minus 3. Okay. It's going to be a fun weekend, boys. Enjoy your in-season tournament tonight. You're not going to watch any of it? Uh, we'll see. The wife's getting off. All right. I'm going to probably take the night off of sports. A lot of World Series, a lot of football this weekend. This is going to be one of those, like, she's going to want to watch Goosebumps, and we're going to probably watch that. 
Oh, sports that don't care, and you're talking about how much baseball you consumed. Okay. I mean, it's the World Series. Least, Nine million people watched it. Least, yeah, LSU, Iowa got more. In, uh, in the how many people are going to watch the in-season tournament tonight? We got to go, dude. Four you to wrap it up. What are you going to get? Wrap it up. Anybody see? in the arena even going to watch? Is that all that counts? 18,000? Can't wait to see that Wake up with me at, tonight. Wake up with me at 6.15 on Sunday. <laughs> all right, we got to go. Hey, by the way, right game. now, uh, if you text in RV to 503-864-6326, you can win a four-pack of tickets to the 65th Annual Portland RV uh, Dealers Show, which is coming up November 9th through the 12th at the Expo Center. You can find more details at 1080thefan.com. RV to the fan text line. Boom goes the dynamite. We'll talk to you on Monday, everybody. Have a great weekend. Call us next. Listen to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.